This is Hers and Hers and His, a Threes Company podcast. I'm Tucker. I'm Matteo. And I'm Jinx. illustrators drawers okay. and um yeah he he they did they did a group show uh, featuring like 20 different artists that all did a painting or a sketch or a drawing or an illustration or even a sculpture you could do uh to celebrate three's company and he made the, oh the posters that we're using for the cover art for our little our little show here wow oh my god brett parson brett parson brett parson very cool dude thank you very much brett parson for yeah allowing us to use your beautiful artwork it's so cute i just i love the way that he got their um the facial expressions and um yeah it's such a it's such a sweet little piece of art and i can't wait it looks like some of that hand-drawn art of that period like that real wispy like holly hobby kind of looking Mm. thing it looks like that too yeah yeah, I felt like he borrowed that that beautiful uh, color of like the walls in the apartment too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like that texture and everything looks fantastic. So, um, should we start? Are we ready? Yeah, we're let's doing. Just let's just do it. Let's yeah. just do it now. Let's just do it. Okay. okay. All right. Go okay. Ahead. So this is hers and hers and his, a Three's Company podcast. Mm-hmm. Hello. With, with Hi. me and and you guys and us and you and us <laughs> and, and we're we. Here. We're here for the fourth time. Oh, here we are again. For the fourth episode. Episode four. four, No children, no dogs. No children. No Uh, No, just to recap. Which now I understand. Now you understand. Yeah, I was going to say, just to recap, what did Matteo think that this episode was going to be about? We 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 thought that it might be about something about having to work with, like, in Hollywood with, like, children or animals or something. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Maybe what we're hoping there was thing? a showbiz angle, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I was hoping. Showbiz, but yeah. that was not the way that it went at all. <laughs> no, no, God, no. this episode is okay. Just before we even get into it, this episode mm-hmm. is piled with with pl- plot moments. Like, there's just so many different stories going on in this episode that it's just ridiculous yep. to me. It's ridiculous. It feels, and yet. What did you say about it, Tucker? What did you think about it? Just your overall thought? I think this is the my least favorite so far. Oh, I agree. That's I was yes. going to say the same thing. I was like, oh, yes. come on, Freeze Company. Like, they let the interns write this one. Yes. How yeah. could so much shit be happening and yet so little laughing be happening? Yeah, and so many of the setups felt, like, contrived and – not a, I don't know, in a careless way, I guess. Like, it didn't feel like there was much thought put into it. I feel like this is one of those episodes that really, for the first time, we're starting to see the sort of structural problems of our situation for this situation mm. comedy. 
And that is that so far the stakes have been high because we keep thinking that somehow they're going to get kicked out. Well, yeah. this episode, they also get threatened to be kicked out because of, of the dog. Right. Um, but for whatever reason, there's just nothing narratively really pushing the story forward because it's, it's, it's premised upon them getting rid of this dog. And when, it's, and when the conflict is something that you can work out in a two-minute conversation, right. Right. It just it's not a big enough problem to sustain our interest for the long term. And I was yeah. just and really you're hoping distracting us. Not only are they trying to get rid of this dog, but we're being distracted by the Roper's anniversary. We're being distracted yes. by Chrissy sleepwalking. We're being yes. distracted by there's another one. There's another storyline that's going on. Well, the the mix up with the dog food, and the dog. And then there's food. like other yes. scenes, like the. Uh, we'll get through all. This. Yeah, we'll Let's get just through, it. through it. Let's just because go through it. we have some things to tell you, Matteo, because <clears throat> there is Whoop. there are things cut out of this one on the on the the syndicated the version TV. that's the out Pluto there on Pluto TV. TV. Yeah, there's okay. significant details that are that left are out, and then it's like this is too bad. Yeah, it's crazy. So um, it right starts away. right off the bat. The beginning of the episode is chopped off. Yes. So it opens with what you saw was Janet and Mrs. Roper on the couch, and she says, it's your anniversary? Well. That's how they open the episode, which I thought seemed really out of nowhere. <laughs> yes, yes. So, how does yeah, it well, actually open? It actually opens with Janet walking by just the open door and Mrs. Yeah. Roper calls her over because she's going to return like um, like a smutty romance novel that she's borrowed a from quote, Janet. spicy book. A spicy book that she's borrowed. <laughs> <laughs> and she points out all the dog-eared she's pages. She's like, you read it so fast. And she goes, well, I knew where the best parts were. Right. Because so Janet had dog-eared all these pages. That's awkward for everybody, oh. really. But is it? I mean, that's the thing that I was thinking about when I was watching that particular moment. Uh, so I'll, I'll I'll confess, I actually saw on YouTube right now someone's posted a mashup oh. of the first six episodes. But what's problematic about it is that they're out of sync, so the oh, voice yes. is just a little bit behind the picture, and it's irritating to watch. But I did see the opening uh, of of this episode for this oh, week. Good. And I did notice that when I switched to Pluto TV to get the sync, right. I was like, ah, they chopped off that whole romance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I thought to myself, have you guys ever done that? Like exchange notes about a romance novel with anyone? I mean, I would say actually, yes, I, I have done that but in like, <laughs> in like seventh grade. Mm, or something sure. when there was a spicy book that was going around everyone when you found wow. something in a book you might bring it and like swap it around right but not as That's a so grown funny. adult no <laughs> i mean i i didn't have romance novel type things but i mean my sister would come in when she was reading a book of some sort and it had something particularly yeah. she'd come in and announce it she'd come in and t- let me know about it okay you know if she happened to be reading it seems to me the exorcist like or the something. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It, it <clears throat> seems to me like the baseline horny level of everybody in this world is pretty high. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. They're just starting out a, a little high keyed. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
But okay, so so uh, and, then they eventually sit on the couch, and that's right. when Mrs. Roper tells Janet that it's their, their anniversary is coming up. Yes. Their 20th anniversary. Their 20th at that, not just an anniversary. Yeah. It's Which is one. so odd because how old are they and how old were they when they got together? Um, well, well, I don't know. How long know. have we been married? We've been married we, for... This is going... We've been together... It'll be 18 years. Yeah. But we've been married. <gasps> oh, my gosh. It'll be our and I just last week. Yeah, we just celebrated our 18-year anniversary. Yeah. Yes, we've all been almost almost together for 20 years. So so they, they're not that old is what yeah, I'm I saying. Mean, they, could, they, could, they, could <laughs> they could still be as young and vibrant as we are. Yeah, they could have gotten married at 20. That's crazy to consider because they just seem so much older. They seem like they're in their... Like late seventies. That's how I think they seventies. That's, that's why yeah. teenagers looked like they were twenty-five. Like, well, like sure. Jack and Chrissy and True. Janet are supposed to be kids, you know, and they look like they're thirty-five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I to- I totally agree. Yeah, they're yeah. supposed to be like nineteen twenty in that area. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just starting out in their first apartment. Just sure. starting out, right? Going to college. <laughs> yeah, Jack's literally yeah. still in school. He's still in yeah, cooking he's school. Still going yeah. to school. Which we still don't oh, hear boy. about in this episode. Nope, not God, yet. We still have, okay, anyway. Okay, all right. So, okay, so we so find out about their this anniversary. anniversary and that she's well, mm-hmm. she's like he's not even gonna remember and no, uh, they're gonna have to watch Beretta and Charlie's Angels. Yeah. <laughs> and then Beretta. And Charlie's Angels. Fun fact, (laughs) Joyce DeWitt. Joyce DeWitt's first TV appearance was on Beretta in 1975. Ooh. Yeah. Fascinating. Excellent. Fun fact. That's a really great – that's a great fun fact. It's really fun. I stole it from Kids in 201. Oh. Yeah. Kids in 201. Thank you, Kids in 201. So then Mr. Roper comes home from the stupid doctor – Oh, the doctor. And he feels like it's a ripoff because they didn't find anything wrong with him. Uh, I kind of feel that way sometimes. <laughs> this is this it's, is the most relatable Roper. For me, so it's far. starting to turn. Like now I'm starting to be like, whew, when there's nothing wrong with me. But it used yeah. to be like if I went to the doctor and they were like, oh, it's no big deal. I used to be so angry. I would be so pissed off. Huh. I love it. Oh. I've always loved it because then I didn't have to worry about something else coming back. Yeah, now I yeah. feel that way, but yeah. I used to think it was what a ripoff. I also feel like it's weird screenwriting 101 that you don't give the line to Audra Lindley. You don't give it to Mrs. Roper. You make that line come from Mr. Roper so that he can say, if I don't, if the doctor doesn't find anything wrong with me, I feel like I'm wasting money. And then she could have come back with some kind of retort. Oh, Stanley. That's you true. Know, <laughs> but. It, it just took all of the sort of narrative drive out of that moment. And I feel like that's part and parcel of this episode. It's just, you know, everyone stepping on each other, being really dumb about nothing important. Mm. And it was, and I was like, oh, oh you're right. It's just, it's just bad writing. It's oh, <sighs> yeah. the worst. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like the way you said about the interns, I feel like this is just one of the many, like they just put, wrote on index cards, a bunch of things that could happen and that, and like tossed them into a jar. Right. And yeah. here we go down to the second one. Cause, cause he's back. Right. And what does he tell them that he noticed? Chrissy, Chrissy sleepwalking. Chrissy is sleepwalking. In her 90 the so night random. before. Yeah, so random. And in as her if, 90. As if, 
I see a beautiful blonde woman who's just like walking around in her nightie outside. That's not how sleepwalking works, number one. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think. I'm sure you've got those crazy cases where people do like drive their cars while asleep and, and strange things like right, that. Right, right. Sure, um, that probably happens. But I was just so worried about her. I'm like, what is she doing out near Venice in the 70s, which was a, a hellhole. <laughs> and he didn't go out and like try to help or anything. He just was like, well, she's out there mm-hmm. again. Yeah. He was just spying. Sure. And yeah. Mrs. Rover's like, what were you yeah. doing looking out the window, Stanley? At 3 a.m.? 3 a.m. Oh, all he had to do was like, I had to get Helen to go out there and grab her and take her back upstairs. That's yeah, all he had to say in the room. Like, oh, okay. Right. But instead, he's like, I just let her wander around the way I do because yeah. I don't give a shit. And, like, oops, sorry. And, <laughs> I don't give a crap about any of you dumb kids. And he tells Janet to warn her to knock it yeah. off. Knock it off. Knock this is a decent off. neighborhood. Yeah, decent. Right, <laughs> he goes up there for the most stupid things, and he's like, "Now, now he's relaying messages again." It just doesn't make any sense. No, no. <laughs> and then we jump from there to another missing, another scene. missing scene. Did you see this missing? Oh, what? Scene? Yes, I did not. Okay. By, by now, I was back on Pluto. <laughs> okay, so on Pluto, it cuts directly to Jack is kind of back in the doorway for whatever reason you don't know and the girls are standing behind the couch and he comes in and finds out that she's been sleepwalking well before that janet and chrissy were talking and we find out that uh because they're talking about her sleepwalking and she's like she gets she sleepwalks when she's stressed and the reason she's stressed is because she has this new boss at work who's super handsy and and all the girls call him oh. Christopher Columbus. The Explorer. Uh-huh. <laughs> so she's being sexually harassed at work. And so when you come in, then she just says, uh, it started when I was, you know, it was hard being a minister's daughter. It's hard being a minister's daughter. She wasn't first in Bible class, and and that's why she started sleepwalking initially. But that's what is happening now that's making it happen. And that's totally totally cut out from that version. That's totally cut out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but uh, I hate to say it, it doesn't actually change that much. It doesn't. It it does. And because now you know why she's sleepwalking. (laughs) Right. But it just everything well, feels so but, but, scattershot, you know. Yeah, that's but, true. But to me, exactly, it is scattershot. To me, I, I felt like it was justified. This ham-handed reason, you know, that this, this happened because of all the stress and pressure of her family. I was like, okay, but why are we even explaining it? Like, who cares what the reason is? Like, yeah, you know, we could have. She could have given us a story of a time that she ended up on the freeway or something. You know, like right. punch yeah, it right. up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, there was that time that she got handsy with a cop. You know that. Oh, hey, <laughs> right, fine. Yeah. So, yeah. so then Jack retreats back outside the door, which oh, he's left yeah. open, and he brings in this adorable puppy. Right. Okay. So now we have yes. another story going on. He's brought in a puppy, for God's sake. And he got it from mm-hmm. Honest Larry, the used car salesman. Yes. <laughs> now listen. I'm really curious about the first appearance of Larry here. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Now apparently, lore has it 
that Larry was supposed to be a one episode thing, like just a guest spot, like one of the people that wanders into the universe. You mean like Paddykins? Like Paddykins. And <laughs> and yet the chemistry was okay. so strong between him and John Ritter. John Ritter? Yeah. Is that his name? That's yes, his name. okay. Between him and John Ritter that they kept him as a permanent character. That's that's the like legend of it. And I don't understand. That's so odd. Yeah, I don't get it either because he plays somebody who's like obviously super sleazy and he comes in with that that hideous lapel yes, the, situation oh my God, with the plaid. on the shirt, on the jacket. Yeah, it, he looked like, I don't know. I mean, it was just insane to me. <laughs> I mean, it, it made sense um, in that he was framed as Honest Larry, the, the used, used car, car salesman. salesman. Sure. But then knowing him as we do, as Larry. Larry Dallas. Larry Dallas, Jack's friend. Yeah, neighbor and friend. It was, it was friend. very strange. Yeah, it was weird. To see him in just like a, a used car salesman costume, yeah. basically. I will say. Basically, that's what that was. Yeah. I will say that I am not a puppy person. And that puppy is just about the cutest puppy I've ever seen. It was very sweet and it did all of its little things yes. and it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, it was funny cause like it didn't upstage anyone. No, <laughs> it was, it was doing a perfect, perfect very, very acting puppy. Low key was, puppy. Yeah. Thing. It was yeah. a perfect acting puppy. <laughs> That's off performance. Yeah, very good. Good performance. <laughs> very puppy. good. Well done pupsters. Okay. Okay. Um, where are we? So, so Larry, so we learned in, that Larry right? has a soft spot for animals, but that he had this litter of puppies that he had to get rid of. Yeah. Jack said he'd take one. If he would cancel more the $25 like, debt that he owed him more just, yeah, but we don't you can't keep, it here, Jack, because you know Roper's rules. Roper's no rules. babies, no dogs. That she says no babies, no dogs or babies allowed. Yeah. The ap- episode's no children, no dogs. But she says no babies, babies in the episode. I think it's specific. Sorry. By the way, here's a pitch I would have made in the writing room. It shouldn't be Larry who foists this dog on Jack. It should be Janet or it should be Chrissy in this case bringing home the puppy to make herself feel better. Yeah, that that yeah. we get a little bit more behind because now we're sympathetic to Chrissy's situation, knowing that there's this creep at work and this is the only way that she can really oh, soothe herself. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think it makes a great so comment about sense. you know those kinds of guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And now it's Chrissy who's invited the trouble into the house, hey. and not Jack and his weird friend. <laughs> and then Jack's weird friend comes by later in the episode when they can't keep the dog, and he's like, "Oh man, I have a real soft spot for animals." Bam, we got Larry. Everything works out. <laughs> I it's will say, thing. though, uh, yeah. his yeah. name is Larry Klein in real life, isn't it? Uh, Richard. Richard Klein. Yeah. Richard, Richard Klein. Richard Klein. Yeah. I have to say, though, Richard Klein was really, like, when he comes on screen, like, he rolls into the world really well. He definitely has, like, you know, star quality. Yeah. I thought he was really engaging. Mm-hmm. And, um, he wasn't written funny. I thought his. I thought all of his lines could have been punched up. I thought he could have really made a much, much cooler entrance. But the fact that he was able to do so much with so little, I, I, I guess, thought was I guess really that's fantastic. He and, he, and he did have a good chemistry with with the kids. Yeah. Although he does look like forty eight. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. It's weird looking at it like in retrospect, like knowing. Where he he ends up, like watching this as the beginning, it's right. hard to imagine it being that 
You're like, really? That's like, the thing? friend, Larry. Yeah, That's how I felt so, about it. So I was like, yeah. I mean, I liked him and yeah. everything, but I don't know that I would have been like, more of that guy, you know? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I agree. Well, I so, agree. so they decide, okay, so they decide in the end to keep the damn puppy there in the scene with Larry. Right. right? Okay. Yeah. So they decide to keep the puppy. Oh, wait. No, we got to talk about that because it's awkward. What? Like, they do the uh, – Larry comes in and uh, they're like, we can't keep the dog. And he's, and he starts working on Chrissy mm-hmm. like, Oh, he's so cute. I'm going to have to take him. I'm probably going to have to put him to take him to the pound. Yeah. And they're going to put him to sleep. Right. And Chrissy's getting feeling bad. And so he, he finally, they, they make him leave. And then Jack oh, starts yeah. like basically like working Chrissy up while Janet's trying to calm Chrissy down by offering cookies and it infuriates Jinx. It and makes me so angry. The whole thing is like, so Here's weird. why. Wait a minute. Here's why this makes me so angry. It's because it's like theater yes. improv 101 that there's obviously prop cookies. And so Janet must use them in the scene. Like it's so <laughs> useless and stupid. It makes me so bad. But it's also, but it's also, but I wonder about that, right? Because they wouldn't have had the cookies there unless it was written into the script. But why? There's, so no, means, there, it's just, yeah. there's no reason for those cookies. Because to be there. you know, women, if you give them a Scooby <laughs> snack, they'll solve the crime. I mean, <laughs> This makes as much sense as anything else. No, you're right. You're right. It's ridiculous. It's uh, ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, really, Janet, if she was concerned about it, she would have addressed Jack and said, Jack, stop. Right. Not trying to, Not like, try distract to get the dumb girl cookies. with the cookie. Oh, my God. Yes. So stupid. Thank you. Thank you. God, I wish we could just go back and rewrite this whole darn episode. Uh, yeah. No. God. Okay. Okay. So I think we should rewrite it and just do, like, a reading. <laughs> oh, yeah. That'd be, that'd be, that'd be fun. All right. Okay. Next podcast. Okay. Next podcast. We'll do that later. <laughs> so okay, okay. Chrissy is sleepwalking again. We right. Later okay. That so they night, keep the puppy. And the later puppy. that night – Chrissy is up sleepwalking again, and Janet's like, oh, my God, we got to get Chrissy. And she wakes up Jack. Uh-huh. So they follow her out the door, out the front door, and we hear Jack fall. Which, by the way, <laughs> this, by the way, is the second time, and we didn't mark the first occasion of seeing Janet's iconic sleep shirt jersey. Oh, my God. That says Janet on the back. Which is the cutest, and and I'm wearing I it right one. now. <laughs> Jinx is wearing hers right now. No. Yes, except mine's pink, but I'm wearing it right now. That is the cutest. Yeah, it's so sporty. The it's the sportiest thing I own. Go yeah. sport. I don't know why. It's adorable. But that ends up becoming like one of those little takeaways from the show that everybody just loved whenever Janet wore yeah. her dumb jersey with her, night shirt. Her yeah. pantyhose. She'd wear it with her pantyhose because uh-huh. she would not show her legs on TV. Oh my so she'd wear pantyhose in every episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, love yeah. it. Awesome. I, was, I was a little surprised that like um, John Ritter's clothing was so tight. <laughs> Yeah, like, it leaves nothing to the imagination, and and as we all know, uh, it was discovered in the 
the aughts that there was a moment where uh, Jackson, uh, J- John Ritter's anatomy gets away from him in one of the episodes. Oh, well, we need to make sure oh, we yeah. take note of what episode that is so we don't miss it. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't that, even when know that. When that comes up, I will for sure, If listen, if there's a penis that we need to be aware of, I'm okay. Okay, okay. Um, great. Find <laughs> that penis! That's my favorite uh, segment. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Okay, all right. Okay, okay, okay. So they're sleepwalking, or she's sleepwalking. Jack falls down outside. You don't even see Jack <laughs> fall down, and it's still hilarious. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. That was – they did that. That was the most inspired uh, bit in the whole episode. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've got one other that's better, but we'll oh, get to it. Oh, you might be right. You might be right. Oh, oh. okay. Okay. Um, okay, so then they, they get Chrissy back inside. Right, they get her into bed. Right, and then Jack has that whole bit with the cop, or with the <laughs> end table, where he runs into the end table two or three times. Uh huh. And he's trying to co- get the dog Man. to stop the dog from whimpering. Right, because he's going to wake up the rubbers. And that wakes Chrissy up for real. So right. Chrissy comes out. Right, for real this time. Yeah, for real this right. time. So she comes out, and she thinks the dog must be hungry, so they go into the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. And, no. and by the way, why doesn't Janet come out? Like it just like did you? Like, yeah, did Janet the fall asleep? Of this episode, she must have fallen right asleep. Uh, I guess she just had something to do real quick for a few. This minutes. is just the ends. <laughs> this is just the people going ins and outs of doors of of the uh-huh. beautiful farce. It's yep. all it is. That's all that's going on here. And, and and by the way, and by the way, it would have made more sense if you flipped it. If Janet was in the kitchen with Jack having the discussion about the puppy and. Chrissy was behind the door. It's way more believable that she would have like yeah. walked, like gotten up at a, at a certain point. That's and they still could have played the whole. That's bit. more believable. Right. But the running bit is that Janet thinks something's going on with Chrissy and Jack. Right. Which is again so irritating <sighs> because it, it puts the relationship. It it bases this relationship solely on the fact that. Suzanne Suzanne Summers looks like a prototypical like Austin Powers femme right, yeah. and Janet looks like you know the girl next door and I, I don't know, know. It's very, it's well I don't like this I don't like it at what all. ends up happening <laughs> so what ends up happening is that Janet overhears some what she thinks is naughty business going on in the kitchen. <laughs> it's bizarre, and bizarre, like, weird. It's so weird that she business. would like and jump there from what she hears because the way that she's saying it is not sexy in any way. No, like if she was putting a little something to it, maybe no, you could it's buy not it. Sexy, but it's like, why would she think anything's <laughs> no. happening? And and the way Jack says, and it's it's cringeworthy. But the way Jack says, ooh. This is going to make you feel so good. It is, I mean, it's what? not sexy at all. <laughs> and also, why is he saying that no, to the dog? No, I would have listened and been like, yes. This is the worst sex I've ever heard in my life. Why would you say yes. that to the dog? The food's going to make him feel so good. The fuck is he talking I about? No, the whole thing. <laughs> I'm sorry, were you trying not to swear? No, the okay. whole thing. The whole thing oh, is ridiculous. just crazy. Oh, okay. <laughs> so she anyway. over, so she overhears um, all of this nonsense, and, and they've thinks, been getting what, the she dogs thinks they're some just food. having sex in the kitchen, yeah. and she's gonna have to break it up. She's gonna have to turn the hose on them. Yeah, and she opens it up and won't look. Yeah, stop it. 
you tell me, knock it off, she says. Uh, and that's when Roper knocks at the door. By the way, mm-hmm. this is this is that's right. And then this is the first time like somebody is at the kitchen door mishearing something. Yes. And this is going to be oh my God. as we all know all the time. <laughs> this is gonna happen. So that's hundreds as of iconic times. as as Janet's nightshirt. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> the mugging, the shock and awe oh, of listening to what's Janet happening behind this face closed door. Down. And oh I noted god. that at the time. I was like, this happens so much and it's gonna keep happening, but I was kind of disappointed this time because I was like, it's like, is it this like badly contrived every time? <laughs> no, usually like, usually the misunderstood thing that happens at the door is what drags on for the entire episode. Right. This time it was this just resolved in yeah, a it's snap. Done. It's over. It's over. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. They were just testing it out. They were just dabbling, just like dipping a toe in the waters. Yeah. Mm. Just dabbing, <laughs> just, just testing it out. Does this work? We don't want to, you know, we can cut it out later if it doesn't. It has nothing to do with the story. We just want to but see, see if it sticks. Uh, write a few naughty lines. We'll right, see if so we can get Janet to believe them. Okay. So Roper or not? So, so Roper shows yeah. up. Uh, and Jack, he's like, you got a dog in here? And Jack pretends that it's him whimpering from stubbing his toe. Oh, so stupid. It was. I've seen better cartoons. Yes. It's it's even beneath what I expected of Three's Company. And then, you know, and I expect a certain ends. level. Yeah. Of, it, was so, it was so just The way the scene ends is like he shows him that and then he's like, you guys are weird or whatever. Yeah. And then he starts leaving and the dog makes a noise again. And he comes right back and Jack whimpers again and holds his foot. And he's like, very weird. And then he shuts the door. And Janet says, we got to get rid of this dog. And there's a big, like, end of act applause. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Big applause break. I remember. It's <laughs> weird. Oh, my God. That's when they hold up the cue card to yeah. the audience. Yes. And they're like, applause. Yeah. Applause like, now. It's okay. so oh, strange. Fine. Have you guys ever been in a live studio uh, yes. audience? Yes. At a, at a sitcom? Yes. We went to a taping yeah, yeah. of okay, Will so and Grace. It was. It was. Oh, oh that's exciting! It was exciting it, oh, afterwards to have said we, you know, say we have done that. Yeah. But it is. It was so yeah. arduous. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't a lot of it fun. It was arduous. I went to see it. <laughs> I saw the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! What was that yeah. like? Yeah. I mean, it was it, at the time. It was like the, one of the coolest shows on TV, and so I was really lucky to to be able to go. Yeah. Um, now, this is a total aside. So here we go, uh, beautiful podcast audience. The reason I got to go is because I was invited by my my friend at the time, Dustin Diamond, who played Screech on Saved by the mm-hmm. Bell, and I did see a bunch of Saved by the Bell tapings. Nice, <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, because we were buddies. Yeah, he was dating a friend of mine at, at the high school that I went to here in Los Angeles. Oh, my gosh. Now, see, that's totally different. Any Hooters. Like, that's a totally different situation to be on a set like that at that age, yeah. at that time. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's amazing. No. Yeah. We were yeah. fully grown adults being like, what did we get ourselves into? Yeah, what have we done? We're adults. We're at the scoping <laughs> of Willie Grace. But it was an episode with uh, – 
yeah. with Alec Baldwin and Richard Chamberlain. So we were like, oh, and that's, I love that's Richard cool. Chamberlain. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. That's, neat. that's really I've amazing. had a crush on Richard Chamberlain yeah, since I cool. was so young. I probably shouldn't have had crushes. Because of the thorn birds? Yeah. Because <laughs> of the thorn birds. Of the thorn. Ooh, I didn't know he had a daddy. Oh, thing. me neither, huh? <laughs> <laughs> huh? Huh? Who knew? <laughs> anyway, speaking oh, of daddies. Okay. okay, so so that ends it. But okay, when we come so. back, this part, this is my favorite part of the episode. Okay. So Mrs. Roper comes up to borrow uh, some milk. Yeah, we've gone on to another. Okay, right. Yeah. Separate scene. Okay. Um, and you know, whatever. But what I love about it is Janet's performance, Joyce DeWitt's performance, yes. uh, as Janet tries to stall her from getting in the kitchen. And, uh, and then also, uh, John Ritter, uh, his performance in the kitchen, trying to hide the dog. Um, both yeah, of them, yes. that's the hardest I laughed in the episode. Yeah, that was a good moment. Oh, but interesting. That, uh, interesting. Janet, okay. Janet's uh, repeated Mrs. Roper. Mrs. Roper. And yeah. the way she cuts in front of her like and cuts yeah. her off and says, Oh, you want, you to, want to go into the kitchen yourself and get the milk, Mrs. Roper? It's <laughs> <laughs> so, so dumb. Oh, oh, it is. It's pretty funny. So bad. <sighs> <sighs> But they're so good. So then, but then she, Mrs. Roper, finally makes it into the kitchen and can't help but notice what she thinks looks delicious on the table, but which is actually dog food. What? How does she? Is this something you made in class, Jack? How does she mistake? First of all, how do you mistake dog food for beef bourguignon? But also, what was Chrissy doing when Jack was hiding the dog? she didn't see the bowl of dog food on the like. There was nothing else on that. I kitchen think she table. was getting rid of the can, maybe. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, someone put it up there because it was down on the floor. It before. was on the floor. Yeah. I don't. Know. I don't know. The puppy was eating down on the floor yeah. in front of the kitchen table. Yeah. And by the way, puppy again nails the eating scene. Yes. Yeah. Puppy, goddamn, so good. Puppy won all the Emmys. Yeah. And so Mrs. Roper thinks that this is some delectable dish that Jack has made in culinary school. Mm, uh-huh. uh, and she just snacks it up. Like she's just like, oh, no, the whole thing is so it. absurd. It's so absurd. Who would it's ever so do absurd. that? It's so absurd. And that they're like, those are uh, there's not enough for all three of you. Oh, those are those are leftovers. We're gonna throw it away. I'll take it. No, no. And I, what was, what was killing me was like you have like a Ferrari cast and like you're doing this yes. with them. Yeah. It, it's it's so embarrassing. And I'm like, they're not gonna try to sell this dog food gag, are they? Yes, they. And are. God bless them. They really, they really went for it. <laughs> they did. They oh, went for it hard because Mrs. Roper took that dog food right upstairs. Said she's gonna. Get it, she give it to Mr. Roper. Change your pace. Yeah, because the only thing French he ever eats is when so he gets a side gets order with his there. Big Mac. She name checked Big Mac. Yeah. Yeah, that would never happen today without no, like an exactly. endorsement deal. <laughs> you don't throw around, you don't throw no, that around. No, just tossing in um, Big Mac. 
but the next scene now correct me if I'm wrong the next scene is is her actually serving Stanley dinner downstairs in the yes. apartment oh but before that they, she leaves and what's crazy she leaves and they talk about how yeah we can't let him eat the dog food uh, why not it's only horse meat and then, oh yeah there's that I mean it was thing. crazy yeah. right and they all they're all like kind of laughing and giggling and I'm like don't do this to those kids like they're better than that like what are we doing yeah, yeah. horse meat dog food uh, it was so irritating okay, so sorry to interrupt and then we do cut to the, the roper and his mr roper oh, and his ladder yes oh go ahead <laughs> oh right okay so that's what was killing me right like they it, we're down there for almost a week with the ropers before jack shows up <laughs> and I'm just I'm like what? when is he coming? he left hours ago he did he left and then he just like had a, a slow stroll down the stairs yeah. he just had a stroll down the stairs while Mr. Roper went over his ladder and, I still, and that was it yep and I still don't understand the layout of this no, building it makes and no how sense. things move and where people go it makes no sense it makes no sense and then he busts in and, and they do the whole plate switcheroo business, and he grabs the plate and throws it in the sink, which is yeah. great. Switcheroo. Plate switcheroo. Oh, that, old, that old yarn. Can I just... And Helen, now, they would have, ostensibly they would have split what was left. Right, I would think. But I guess only stanley has dinner because he's the man i guess again yeah. just she just went in so and made a much, nice watercress so many samples. no big deal and no also it feels Somebody like what do you call city services okay so let me just address his ladder talk here at the beginning okay. when he says i fixed that drain pipe i must have gone up and down that ladder 50 times so immediately, you know, I think, oh, he fixed something. He's telling her that he fixed something. The thing that he fixed and the fact that it's done is the point of the story, I would assume. And then he said, and she says, well, you'll probably be, you might, you'll, you'll be getting the hang of it soon. Because he went up and down the ladder 50 times. And mm-hmm. I was like, ha, ha, ha. And then he says, you know, what does he say? I don't know. He says something else about the ladder. Like he keeps talking oh, he about says the ladder. that ladder's been a great yeah, help she, to me. Yeah. And yeah, he's like, really obsessed with his ladder. You should bring it to the bedroom, right. Stanley. Yeah. But he's, and he's, I'm like, that's why he brought up the drain pipe was to talk about his ladder. Yeah, he's, love, he's loving that ladder. That's his talk at dinner time. And in a sitcom, it felt like a long and time that, to talk about it. Yeah, it's a week. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the only reason to bring up the ladder was to make the, the bedroom right. joke. Because that because he doesn't talk about that drain pipe before this, nope. and it's no. never brought back no. after this. This is no. what's wrong with this whole episode. It's just oh, tons nonsense. of these things. It's nonsense. It's, again, it's 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 nonsense. It's BS conflict. We don't need it. It doesn't move the story forward. It's just another. It's just another little you know road bump on the way to um, <laughs> just the end of it. this this end episode that just is it's so ham handed. Yeah. Oh <laughs> So then, this little scene ends with ends with Roper just eating the eating the eating the dog, eating food. The dog food, basically. Yeah. We know you we knew we right. were gonna get there. Here we are. And now <laughs> this part I believe is missing. Um, 
the beginning of this scene, I think, is lopped off just a little bit. I remember it being awkward on Pluto. Oh, um, no. But it's like it's like it jumps in, and it's like the dog's missing. Like suddenly – but it's like it's already happened. Uh, it comes mm. – the way it actually goes, it's just a little bit. They shaved oh, off yeah. it. But yeah. Jack comes – he actually enters the kitchen where Janet is and says, I was just in the bathroom. And she says – you have to say everything or something like that. And then he says, uh, the dog's missing. Like, yeah, he announces the whole thing. And right. Makes he explains. Way more sense. <laughs> a little bit. Like how we come to find out that the dog's missing. I believe on the Pluto TV one, it's just like they're looking for the dog. No, it just starts with Janet saying it could, he mm-hmm. couldn't have gotten out of the box himself. Right. Like it just jumps right in. Yeah, that's it. Anyway, um, but, but the point is in this yeah, dumb episode, who matter. cares? It doesn't even matter. <laughs> exactly it doesn't matter that's that's what's the hardest i think about this episode so far is that to to this point everything has been pretty tight uh writing wise but this one was a real stinker and then we get into this whole scene of mrs roper comes to the door yeah has the dog chrissy announces that chrissy left the dog with the ropers it's just ridiculous it makes no sense and it goes on way too long of, of Mrs. Roper just stroking the dog and being like, well, kids. <laughs> and, again, <laughs> and again, how much funnier would it have been to actually see that yes. go down versus hear about yes. it? Yes. They had you know, time. It, it just doesn't. Yep, oh. exactly. They could have cut the whole ladder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh. And then it, you know, then Chrissy, then Chrissy could have done a, a sleepwalking bit where she pretends to be sleepwalking. Oh my God! And then it, it all wraps up with Mister Roper making a joke about how the food that Mrs. Roper makes for him isn't isn't fit mm. for a dog. Oh, 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 oh. Give her the recipe, oh. Jack. Do you, do you know the high fives that that went around yeah. the writing room? That, <laughs> that was like a whole resolution I mean, for them. That was like we did it. Bam. Somebody somebody got like a yeah. beer out of that. Like somebody got like a smack <coughs> on the oh. back, a pat on the butt. Like it's nailed just, it, man. Oh, you guys <laughs> <laughs> nailed it. So good, so sad. And this is, and this is again the only reason why I think we're going off is just because we know like what is what they're capable of delivering. Yeah. And this <laughs> week is just such a tortured episode. Oh yeah, God. it was pretty disappointing. I think Jinx, did you say this one is Roper's niece was the first one that wasn't based on the yeah British Roper's script? niece was not based on Man About the House, the British. TV show that was the first episode that was not but this one was based directly on an episode that gives me hope yeah mm. interesting because yeah. I feel like Roper's niece was pretty good yeah <clears throat> yeah Roper's niece was fun yeah I, I do too again and this is and again in this episode this is also the first time where like Jack's being gay doesn't really matter and that's how you know it's not it's not the most well thought out conflict. You're in right. The show. It doesn't even apply in this episode. Right. Yeah. No. And nothing. And again, it doesn't change Stakes. very much. You know, I don't even think Roper makes fun of him because he doesn't call him Tinkerbell in this episode. No, no. Nothing. 
Nope. And then, and then the, uh, yeah. And Mrs. Roper goes along and pretends as if Stanley had left it for their anniversary and Stanley then just goes along with it because, Hey, then he remembered and all this blah, blah, blah. And that's the whole thing. Yeah. And, at least, at least that had a payoff uh, from that plant. Yeah. All the way back in the first act. Right. I, I guess, mean, I guess yeah. tight writing, way no, to go, but, man, I mean, just, it's also well, torture. What do you think happened to that dog? We never see that dog again. No, the dog is never seen again in another episode ever. Do you think, but do you think it matter. delivered on Jack's promise that Roper would sell it to the burger joint down the street? Delivered to the burger no, joint on I the think corner. This yeah, kind exactly. of sitcom exists in a sitcom universe where things come in and out and disappear and don't matter at all. Yeah. I like that. I do too. Yeah. It's my favorite when it, when a sitcom just has yeah. something that happens and then you never hear about it again. <laughs> right. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one definitely gets, you know, I don't know. One star for me. Yeah, it just, it's, oh. I don't want to knock on that door. I don't, <laughs> there's too much great. And there's so no. much wackiness going on. And yet it's so, it's so under delivers. Give it one and a half regal beagle. Some really great. <clears throat> exactly. Some really great, uh, you know, uh, what do you call slapstick moments from John Ritter? Who's just working so mm-hmm. hard. Right. Uh, to sell these moments, which is, I mean, God bless them. <laughs> Oi, this was not and his biggest episode. moment, his biggest typical like Jack moment is him falling down the stairs that we don't even see. Well, I guess his stubbing his toe, toe right? Toe and stuff. Pretty sure, but but the biggest one is falling down the stairs, and that's just sound effects. Right, just a scream. Yeah, I mean that whole stubbing the toe bit, the way that he was like so slowly walking yes. around that apartment. I'm like, get to the dog already, Jiminy. <laughs> oh, also another really funny Jack moment uh-huh. uh, that might just breeze by is when he, after Larry leaves with the dog and they have their little discussion and they resolve to keep the dog. And he goes in front to the door and as he opens it, he said, he screams, hey, and, and Larry's standing right there. Yeah. Like, yeah. The timing of that is really, really funny. really funny. Yeah. And yeah, I would argue really that funny. Janet and, and, and Larry has this look on his face. Pretty great performance as well. Yeah. Yeah. Those are pretty good. Those are pretty good, but you know, I... Regardless of the quality of the material. <laughs> those useless Theater 101 chocolate yeah. chip cookies, I can't handle. Uh, yeah, that was rough. Oh, my God. <laughs> They're your favorite. The They're chocolate, chocolate chip. chip. Like, it was you like I took a mental are. note of it as if later in the episode this was going to be really important to know because that's how they presented it. They presented it as if I was going to need to know that chocolate chip was her favorite later. Maybe that just got cut out. That's exactly it. It's it also like, you know, what will Janet or what will, what will Chrissy do for yeah, chocolate chip? Apparently. And also like, does she do it for fruit roll-ups? Like, like what other idiots? <laughs> Can we throw this poem in the way? <laughs> Oh, what man. a what a downer! Real what a <laughs> But you know, I 
Well, I hope the next episode. Okay. Will be well, so the next one. episode. Well, let's get to our our, our segment. Yeah. Matthew's prediction segment. Matthew's prediction segment. Called. We don't know what it's called, but that part where Matthew tells us. Hey, Matthew. Here we go. What's the title, James? I don't know. Jack. It's called. Oh, it's called Jack the Giant Killer. Jack the yes. Giant Killer? That's yes. What it's Episode called? 5, Jack the Giant oh Killer. Okay. Well, I'm going to say that given the time, this is still 70, 77, 78. Uh, February 77. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to say, like, there's something about, like, maybe wrestling. Oh. Like, he has to do some wrestling or he's... Uh, he's been tricked into a contest somehow oh to win money for something to, to buy Chrissy back something that she stole to, oh the, my sold God. to the pawn That's shop. Amazing. But some, but something tells me it's, it involves professional okay. wrestling. Okay. That is my, Yay. <laughs> that right. is my best. Okay. That is now has been scriven in the books. It's been paraphrased. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's wrestling perfect. related. Jack Collated. tripped into professional Reverend. wrestling hijinks. Uh, Survey says okay, perfect. They're, they're, I okay, think we'll, we will find that <laughs> next week. Next week. Oh my god! Well, that was great. Uh, Thanks for listening. Yeah. yeah. Good time, everybody. Good time. Yeah, and uh, thank you, thank audience. You. Uh, thank you, again. thank you, audience member. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next week. Right. See you later. See you next week. Bye. This is sexually